You're listening to a live recording from one of our midweek services here at Cornerstone Church in Salisbury, North Carolina. We want to thank you so much for picking up these audio recordings. We believe they will be a blessing to your life. In this installment of our series, Revival Nights, Pastor Brandon Sparkle will be talking about a battle we have to fight every single day, faith versus fear. We hope you're ready for this powerful message. Let's revive our faith. Are you ready for the word? Um, and uh, I want to talk to you tonight uh, on the subject of faith versus fear. Faith versus fear. And I want to go to Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 and 18. And then we're going to go to 21 and 28. But, but I want to, I want to, I'm going to throw a lot of scriptures at you here quickly. And, and then we'll go as the spirit leads. But these are the few main ones I have. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, what? Fear not, not, for I am the first and the last. Verse 18. And And I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of what? Death. Okay. Now go to Psalms 118. uh, The the, the 118th segment of Psalms in the uh, 6th verse. The Lord is on my what? It don't matter who else is on your side. All right. Don't matter who else is on your side if the Lord is on your side. And I said this Sunday, it doesn't matter who has told you no, their no cannot compete with God's yes. All right, I got a little shouty church up here, but we'll work on the rest of you here. For the Lord is on my what? Side. I will not what? Fear. What can man do unto me? Now go to, you say Isaiah, but it's really Isaiah 54, 14. Let's read there. In righteousness shalt thou be established. That shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror. For it shall not come near thee. Alright, verse 15. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Meaning anything the enemy conjures up against you or any of the naysayers that are at your light, the Lord says don't fear at them, laugh at them. Because they're going to fall to the wayside unless he's put it together. Can you say amen? Now go to Hebrews 13 verse 6. And we'll, we'll, we'll go here. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do unto Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you that it's sharper than any two-edged sword, going where no knife can go in the hearts of individuals. Touch your people in a way that they know that you touched them 
and not man. And we promise to give you all the glory for everything you have done, everything you're doing now, and everything you're about to do in the future. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. It's important that as we understand and study the scriptures that we know and have a revelation that the enemy or Satan cannot do anything in our lives or do anything to us apart from operating under fear. Matter of fact, he can't do any more than God can do something for us from faith. Did you hear what I said? Everything that God is going to do in your life and everything Hallie moves. And even as we study the Gospels, we look in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Jesus always said, your faith has what? Made you whole. So everything that you and I are going to receive according to the word of God and going to receive God is believing and having faith in that what he has spoken in his word will come to pass in your life. God is not going to operate outside of that. He's not going to operate outside of that realm of faith because we know the word confirms that. He's not going to operate in any other way outside of your faith. And it is the same way with the enemy. The enemy cannot operate outside of using fear in your life. It is the reason why you make the decisions you make. It's either based out of faith or it's based out of fear. And whatever, see, because really the enemy cannot control your physical body. But if he can get you to make decisions out of fear, he won't have to jack up your life because you'll do it for him for free. Can you say amen to that? Now, now, now let's talk about this, okay? Uh, fear moves uh, Satan or the enemy because fear is in him. Faith moves God because it is in him and it is who he is. Can you say amen? Now, now let's talk about faith. Go to Hebrews 11. 1 verse 6, okay? We know this, okay? But I'm going to say it again because you're going to get it one day. Now faith, what? Is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Stop right there. Uh, Faith is laying a hold of the unrealities and bringing them into the reality by acting on the word of God. Okay, okay. Now go to verse 2 there, uh, Brother Melvin. For it is by the elders that obtained a good report. So you can't obtain that which is good until you're connected with your faith. Now listen to this. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So when God stood out on the balconies of heaven and said, let there be light, and there was light, he did not say it and not believe it. He had to believe it when he said it for it to come to pass. 
for that so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear do appear what he was saying is is what you're believing for and what you're going to receive has nothing to do with the senses of your flesh it does not go by what you see it does not go by what you hear. It does not go by what you smell. It does not go by what you taste. It does not go by what you feel. And it definitely doesn't go by what the world is telling you. It goes by what's already been established in the word of God. Can you say amen? By faith Abel offered up to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. Okay, so because of his faith, even when his brother killed him, the Bible says, if you go back to the book of Genesis, that even his blood cried out from the ground. So it doesn't matter what happens to you in this physical realm. When you are operating under a realm of faith, that faith will speak even when you cannot talk out of your physical mouth. Now listen to this. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation he had the testimony that pleases God. What's that testimony? Without faith it is impossible what to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. You got to have faith that he really is God in your life and that he also is a rewarder of those who what diligently seek him. Are you getting it in your spirit here? Are are, are you getting this? Go back to verse 5 again real quick. Here now now get this. Get this. Enoch never had a funeral. He tapped in, you call it whatever you want, but I believe it is in the Bible. He tapped in to such a level of faith that the grave had no control over his life. He walked in from this realm into the next realm and nobody had to cry, tear, weep or bury him in the ground. And that is the level of faith that God is calling the body of Christ in. When you think you have faith, there is another level to it. When you think you've arrived, there's another level to it. If you ever stop growing and if you ever get tired of hearing by faith, you've already allowed your fear to defeat you. Can you say amen? Look at somebody and tell them there is another level. Faith is a spiritual force. Can you say amen? It, It is a spiritual force. It's God's creative power. And it's the substance of things desired or hoped for. Now what is fear? Now go to Mark chapter 4 verse 37 here. What is fear? Let's let's really break it down. What is fear? 
And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. Next verse, please. And he was in the hinder of the, boat, of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and said to him, Master, care thou not that we perish? Verse 39. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Verse 40. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no what? No faith. And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, What manner of the man this is that even the wind and the sea, what? Obey him. So, so what he's saying is here, they are going through a storm and they are allowing their emotions to get the best of them when they have Jesus in the boat with them. Get this in your spirit. Now, the first reaction of fear is when you get in your emotions and you start allowing your mind to make decisions based off of feelings and not necessarily all off of facts or off of the word of God. Okay? Now now let me tell you something this. If you're not careful, the world will hi- have you hiding in a bunker right now. All right. Well, I ain't scared of y'all. I'll say it anyways. They'll have you hiding in a bunker and there will always be another issue or another reason why you're hiding or why you've got to do this. And everything is based off, it's everything, the narrative, everything is based off of fear of what could happen. Well, what if it doesn't happen? Did you hear what I said? What if it doesn't happen? Did, did, did you hear what I said? You, you've got to get with the facts. Now, I'm going to fact check the fact checkers, okay? And the facts are the word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the word says what the word says. And I'm not going to fear when the storm is railing and it looks like the boat is being full of water because I know who is sleeping in my boat. It's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Go to Matthew 14.30. Here. But when he saw the wind blossom, he was afraid and beginning to sink. And he cried, Lord, save me. He was scared. He got to looking around at the circumstance. You got to be like a horse with blinders on. 
I'm not looking to the left or to the right. I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus because that's where my help cometh from when everything is going to hell in a handbasket. I'm not going to get in my emotions. I'm going to turn the news off. I'm going to turn everything off because I refuse to operate and make decisions based off of fear and emotions. But I'm going to make decisions based off of the word of God that says that no plague or no evil evil thing shall come nigh to my dwelling that I am the head and not the tail that I am above and not beneath and that I am healed and blessed of the Lord fear also is a spiritual force it's Satan's destructive power it's the substance of things not desired. Fear is the opposite of faith. So if faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, uh, fear is the, is the substance of things not hoped for and the evidence of things which are seen. It's going by what you see. It's going by what you see. And what you see, if you look at it long enough, instead of just shutting your eyes and saying, God, I know you are with me. You are leading me. I'm going to shut my eyes. I'm going to grab a hold of your hand. You are going to lead me and get me to the other side. Because if I look at it long enough, I'm going to lose my mind. How many of you ever felt like you were losing it? The marbles were slipping by the second. You were dealing with crazy people and you found yourself getting crazy because you were around crazy people. And next thing you know, you're all in your emotions. You're crying. You're upset. You're angry. You're throwing stuff, cussing like a sailor, going crazy in your mind. Why? Because you're operating under a spiritual force called fear. Can you say amen to that? So how does faith work? We know what Romans 10, 8, what faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, but what saith it? The word is nigh, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of what faith that we preach. Next verse. That if thou shalt confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and thou shalt believe in thy heart. Thou, God had raised him from the dead. What? Thou shalt be saved. Go to the next verse. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto what? Salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, what? Shall be saved. Go all the way to 17. Let's just take. And how then shall they call on him? Go, go back, go back. Uh, 16. And then how shall they call on him in 
then they shall not all obey the gospel. Besides, the Lord who have believed our report. Verse 17. So when faith cometh by hearing, and hearing what? So if you are, if you're gonna, I'll, I'll tell you what, how many of you want to operate in fear this week? Raise your hand. Okay, if you do, just keep the news on. If, if you want to operate in fear, keep believing the report. Keep believing the report of the world. But if you want to, if you want to stay in faith, you're gonna have to keep the word on, and believe the report of the Lord. Can you say amen? So, so, so we know that. Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. Let, let, let's just get this here. Get this in your spirit. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. You got that one? Okay, so let, let, let's, let's go here real quick. Faith is developed... And met at the, uh, developed through the meditating and the acting on the word of God. It builds your capacity. Alright, just go to James 1.22 guys. It builds your capacity. You can't just be a hearer of the word. James 1, but ye, but be ye what? Doers of the word and not hearers only because you're deceiving yourself. I mean, that'll clear your sinuses cavities out right there, won't it? Okay, how do you know you're deceived? How do you know? How do you know you're deceived if you're deceived? Did, did, Did you hear what I said? So you could be operating under the spirit of fear because fear is a spirit and you could be listening, buying into a lie. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Did, Did you hear what I said? You gotta be a doer. So faith is applied by speaking the things that are not as what though they were. We read that in Romans chapter 4. So, and then we understand that Jesus really is the author and the developer of your faith. He's the word made flesh. So the more word you get in you, the more you're gonna get of him, and the more he's gonna shift the trajectory of your life. Can you say amen? So how does fear work? Fear works uh, works or comes by hearing the word of the world. Go to Luke 21, 26. I'm going to get on that office. Men's heart failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. So your heart will fail you if you focus on what is happening in the world right now. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. 
So you can't focus on that. Okay. You can't focus on that. Go to Mark. Uh, let's see here. Where do I want to go to Mark 14, 19. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of the riches and of the lust of other things entering in choke the word. So the more you listen to the world, the more it chokes the word. And it becometh what? Unfruitful. So the more you listen to the report or the fear of the world, the less fruit you produce in your life. That's good right there. So uh, listen to this. Just like I said, fear, just like faith is now, fear also is now. Fear is developed through meditating and acting on the lies of the enemy. Fear is applied by speaking the things that are not as though they were. Fear also, let me say this, demands compromise. Fear will get you to compromise on what God has spoken or instructed in his word to do. And let me tell you something. You will always lose. I'm telling you, whatever you compromise and give up, you will never get back. You'll never get it back. You have to fully stand firm on God's word and proclaim faith. And I'm not talking about one thing here or or I'm talking in general as it applies to any situation in your life. So don't read into what I'm saying. But read into it to what heaven's saying. Can you say amen to that? Compromise, fear causes you to compromise. And the enemy supports and develops fear just like God supports and develops faith. So fear becomes doubt and unbelief when it is acted upon. Fear is not a natural, is not natural to a born again believer. Go to 1 John chapter 4 verse 15 through 18. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God what dwelleth in him and he in God. 16. And he and we know we have known and believed that the that the love that God has to us God is what and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Okay. Herein our love made perfect that we may have boldness 
in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Okay. What cast out fear? Come on, class. There is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear. Because fear hath torment, he that feareth is not made in perfect love. So the more revelation I have about God's love towards me, the less things I will walk in fear in or the less things I will compromise or worry about or cry about or moan about or complain about because I know that if God be for me who can be against me the enemy might come in one way but he'll flee seven different ways because the Lord will use him as a footstool because my father loves me he has a plan for me he has a purpose for me I gotta get a, I gotta get a revelation of God's love for my life Woo, I feel it right now. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, if you don't hear anything else, get a revelation of this tonight. God loves you with an everlasting love. He loves you in your mess ups. He loves you in your breakups. He loves you in when you're jacked up. He loves you when you're in the pig pen. He loves you. He's saying get out of the mud because we're going to celebrate. I got a robe for your back. I got a ring for your finger. We're going to butcher the fattest cow in the land. You just got to get up out of the mud and know that God has a plan for your life. There ain't no matter how how bad you messed up you better get back up tonight because there is a God who loves you and is going to do great works on the inside of you and all around you shout hallelujah if you believe it fear not somebody shout it Fear not, fear not, fear not. Over 60 times it's in the Bible. I will not fear. I fear not. I will not fear. It puts, when you say it and you get a revelation of it, what it does is the love of God begins to go to work for you. I will not fear. And angels begin to dispatch. And I will not fear. And God begins to move. And perfect love begins to operate. And let me tell you, perfect love casts fear out of your mind. And let me tell you something, when you get a hold of it, God will catch that devil out of your mind and you'll never look back saying, I don't need, I don't, I don't fear if you love me or not because he loves me. I don't fear if you think I'm worthy or not. He said I'm worthy because of his blood shed at Calvary and I'm standing on the facts and this is the facts of what heaven has said and spoken over me in my life.
Listen to this. Can, 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 I, can you give me just a few more minutes? Is it good or you want me to stop? Now this is going to clear your sinuses here too. Uh, my Lord. Fear. The Lord dropped this in my spirit. He said fear has to be received before it can enter the heart and stop faith. So you've got a split second in your mind to ask yourself, whose report am I going to believe? If I had a catcher, I would have fell out right there. If, if, if you, it only operates to the level or to the realm that you receive it. But when you receive it and it gets in your heart, it'll begin to alter what has been established. Because fear will try to undo, or we read, it will try to choke the seed of the word in your heart. So you have to you have to resist. The Bible says resist the devil. Somebody shot it right there. Resist. You got to resist. I don't mean to yell that time. You got to resist the devil. Just hit me right there. You got to resist the devil. You got to shut the door. I think I preached a message on, in June on that. Shut the door on the devil. You gotta, you gotta shut the door. You gotta resist it. Nope, that ain't my portion. Nope, I refuse to receive. And you gotta say it out loud too, because some of y'all looking at it and thinking about, okay, what, what should I do? No, 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 no. I don't receive it. I don't receive it. The devil is a liar. My portion is my portion is more than enough. My, by his stripes we were healed. I refuse. I send it. Resist and it will. We lived at a house before we built ours in Florida and we kept getting this lady's mail because she had a similar address to us. Now our mail ends up all over Salisbury. We don't know. We have to go to people's house to find it because of our address. Huh? You live in Granite Quarry, you're in trouble. Thing ends up. I'm going to protest at the post office one day. But they, 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 we have to deliver mail sometimes. But like, you the postman? No, no. But we get this lady. You know, my wife, you know, she, she, it was just right down the road. She'd just be nice and take it to us. I told the guy one day, I said, don't bring this piece of mail to my house. Uh-uh. I, I don't want it. Take it to her house. It's the same. Just right down the street. Take it or send it back to the person who sent it. 
You, you getting a revelation of this? So when the enemy sends something to you, that doesn't mean you've got to receive it. You better learn to return that thing back to the pit of hell. No, I'm sending it back. No, I'm sending doubt back. I'm sending unbelief back. I'm sending poverty back. I'm sending shame back. I'm sending condemnation back. I am sending it back to the where it came from. Somebody shout, send it back. Send it back. Send the sickness back. No, no, it can't stay here. No, you ain't moving in. Get don't knock on my door again. I done had a rodeo with you one time. It ain't happening again. Because I got a revelation. Send it back. Whew, that's good right there, ain't it? Thank you, Jesus. Listen to this. This is what else the Lord said to me. Y'all look up Proverbs 4.20. Get that in your pipe up there. He said this to me. He said, we receive what we continually look at. So whatever you keep in front of you. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my saying. So whatever you keep listening to, whatever you keep looking at, is what you're going to receive. So if you're constantly looking at the report of the doctor, constantly keeping fear in front of you, Constantly listening to the lies of the enemy. Listen, so somebody said, why does the devil keep fighting? Because he's the father of lies and he believes his own lies. You, 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 you got to understand, quit listening to the father of lies. And it's in everything. You got to keep the word in front of you if you want to see it come to pass. I got a few minutes. This is good right here. Stomping, listen to this. Like I said, fear not over 60 times in the Bible. I will not fear. This puts love to work in your life. Okay, listen to this. Fear, stopping fear before it enters in is an act of will. Okay. So it boils down to your will. It, it, it's being strong-willed. Okay. This, this ain't none of y'all, but I, I'll speak in general. And I'm just going to say it because this is what I believe. We have raised up, and I'm not speaking in particular to one place. And don't take this the wrong way or being judgmental. It's just the facts. 
we have raised up too many believers who have been saved for too long but still on milk. And they don't have no will because somebody's controlling them who does have a will. And it's the will of the world instead of the will of God. Did you hear what I said? Because I'm telling you right now, I ain't let nobody hang out with me or stay around me who's not going to mature and grow in their faith. I refuse to be broke another day in my life. So I definitely ain't going to hang out with broke folk. I'm telling you right. I ain't going to hang out with poverty, negative, fear monger. No, no, nah, me and you got to split. We, we, th this is over. Relationship over. I got the gift to say goodbye. Goodbye. No, I'm for real. You got to break up. The problem is most of us are in love with something that can hurt us. And, and we're, we're, we're listening and it's staying in front of us and we're listening and saying, and you've got to get, you got to, let me just say, you got to grow up. I said it. You got to get, you got to just get tough. Quit moaning and complaining and griping about how, get tough and get the will to stand up and say, I choose to believe the report of the Lord. And position yourself around people who will tell you, stop complaining, stop whining. You ain't in, you ain't in daycare, you're in discipleship. This ain't where, get, get the bottle out of your mouth and let me give you some meat that's going to grow you up so that you won't have to ask somebody to pray for you, but you can lay hands on yourself. You can get your family delivered. You can get your own marriage delivered. You can get your own house delivered. Lord, ain't going to be nobody next Wednesday. <laughs> let, let, go to Luke, Luke chapter 1, verse 74. I got to hurry. I got three minutes. Listen to this. Fear has not been given to you. It's something that you pick up. The Lord don't give you fear. I could, man, I got a 10 scriptures for that. So how do we do that? We don't take the thoughts. Do not take the bait. Let me just stop here. For a, we'll be here two more hours. Oh, that, that we should not grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hands of our enemies might serve him without what? Okay, how many know he's delivered you already? Past tense. You don't have fear. It only comes if you let them in. Only comes if you let it in. 
You have to have a will not. And you have to determine in your heart and purpose in your heart. Nope, not believing a lie. Nope, nope. Nope, not believing it. The word is right. The word is true. Are we a Bible believing people or we're not? There ain't a, we are, we are or we're not. There's no in between. It either says it, well, I believe it, I believe this. Well, it doesn't really matter what we believe, it matters what the word says. It says this. And this is it. And that's final. Can you say amen? Have you been blessed tonight? Stand to your feet tonight. We got all these little ones waiting on you. Just say this. Say, fear, get out. Get out of my spirit. Get out of my heart. Get out of my mind. Tonight, I'm stepping completely over into faith. Hundred percent. No more. No more. Get out of your emotions. Totally in faith. Amen. He's gonna do what he said he was gonna do. He might do it in a way you don't understand, but it doesn't change who he is. Can you see? Wow, what a powerful message from Pastor Brandon Spiker. If you've been blessed by this word, we want to encourage you to head over to www.mycornerstone.church or the Church Center app where you can share your testimony with us. We'd love to hear it. You can also send in your prayer requests, and we also want to encourage you to sow into this ministry so that we can continue to reach people all around the world. While you're there, you can also stay in the loop with all of the upcoming events happening here at Cornerstone. Be sure to join us in person on Sundays at 10 a.m., Wednesdays at 7 p.m., or Saturdays at 6 p.m. for our Spanish service. Your family is always welcome here. We love you. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.